Welcome to the Rocking Motherhood Show, where we talk about the latest topics, news and information affecting the modern mum. We're for working mums, at-home mums, breastfeeding mums, bottle-feeding mums. We don't care. We're all rocking motherhood the best way we know how. Here's your host, Sarah Morrissey. It's Sarah from Little Rockers Radio here for the Rocking Motherhood Show. Today we are talking to Anna Lyle about her latest book, Whole Food, Bowl Food. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. Now, your book, as I said, it's called Whole Food, Bowl Food. And I have to say, I had never actually thought about it until I read the intro to your book. But I sit down with a bowl every single night of the week and I have for as long as I can remember because there really is something comforting as you say about either curling up on the couch or sitting at the bench and eating a meal from a bowl isn't there? Absolutely and it makes me so happy to hear that like I think the whole um, the whole premise of eating out of a bowl is I feel like it's very wholesome and you can pick up a little bit of this a little bit of that get just the right amount of texture and flavor in each spoonful I really do love it. And I think you're very much, you're either a bowl person or you're a plate person. You don't sort of go between the two. You're either one or the other. <laughs> you are, aren't you? And it's so funny you say that because after I'd read that, I was sort of thinking about how I do dinner. I have two children. So I was thinking about how I do dinner for the family. And my husband and my son always ask for a plate. My daughter is ah. taking after me. So she always has, it doesn't matter what we're having. If it's chicken or steak, I have to chop it up and sort of mix it through so we can we can sit in you know down with a bowl and have it out of a bowl but that's so so true you're either one or the other (laughs) yes Um, normally the family isn't split though that's unusual gosh you've got to get them the men in your family to get into these bowls I do don't I there's probably (laughs) other other things that I can argue about with them (laughs) yeah I was having a look through the book and it's full of really simple quick healthy recipes that I think are great for especially for busy families whether you're a mum at home with a few kids or a working mum something that you can sort of come home you can put together you don't need to put too much thought into it and you know that you're feeding your health, your family in a healthy way. What, what are some of your favourite recipes from the book? Well, I have a lot of go-tos on sort of a weekly basis. I would say like I love um, a good curry, but I also dishes like um, the foolproof oven-baked sesame chicken thighs mm. are just super easy because I can, you know, do the marinade on Sunday and then I can eat them on Tuesday night and I know they'll be super delicious and I have to, I don't have to do any forward, you know, any prep to do that to yes. put it on the table. Um, but I, I've got to say, because I, I live in London and I've just come back to Australia to, to promote the book for the last couple of weeks mm. and I... I left London and it was minus three degrees. Yes. And so when I landed, all I want is fresh seafood. And yeah. I've just been, you know, I've just been devouring things like the green ceviche and um, fresh dishes like that. Mm, yum. Okay. And you also mentioned, I think, in the in the book I was reading about the staples that you should you know that that should be in your cupboard and I have to say I'm absolutely terrible at that but it it has left me motivated to go out and get a little bit organized for the new year so thank you for that well no and I think that the staples for me are important because it actually makes the whole process so much easier Mm. there's nothing worse than flicking through a recipe book and saying I want to make that and then realizing that you haven't got five of the ten ingredients and you go oh and it's that just makes it you know so much, so much harder. But I think also my staples I use pretty much in every recipe 
you know, across the board. So mm. there's not a lot of ingredients that I use a one-off as. I'm, I'm a pretty frugal girl, and so I like to reuse everything. And, um, and I think that is really important to make cooking easy. Yeah, absolutely it is. And you, you talk about another thing that I was reading in the intro is you talk about your love of food that started at childhood, mentioning that you didn't eat just because your mum gave you food, but that you were passionate about food and about cooking. How mm. did your mum and dad develop that love of food in you and also in your brothers? I think that involving us from such a young age in the cooking process was key. I remember distinctly one of the, you know, the happiest memories I have is our mum and I used to do Saturday morning baking sessions and we would, you know, I would sit up there and I'm sure like I ate more of the, the cake batter than actually helping yeah. her. I probably made, made more, more mess. But I truly, like, I love that. That, that was, you know, and, and we do the same with my nieces and nephews at the moment. You know, they love cooking, and mostly because of the result of cooking, and then they know mm. that they're going to get something delicious out of it. Mm. Um, but I think that's, that's where it starts. It's getting them involved, getting them interested. You know, we, we often, like, mum often gets the kids out trying to roll pasta, and, you know, it's, it's a really fun thing to do. Um, and I think that is, that's where it all started. I was also raised on a farm. And so, you know, there was sort of no option. In, in many ways, I, I feel very lucky mm. that you didn't really, you couldn't really pop up to the shops to get something if you'd forgotten it. You just made do with whatever you had. Um, and mum and dad always had, you know, a huge veggie patch. Um, and so we would pretty much eat whatever was in that. Um, whether we liked it or not. Yeah, yeah. And you, you can do that even in small areas. I mean, a lot of city people now have their own sort of smaller herb gardens where they grow their own parsley and thyme and all of those sorts of things. And it is, you're so right, it is great for getting children involved from a young age and learning more about, I guess, whole foods. Um, Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, when when a child understands that, um, where a food comes from, mm. you know, they, they might not see it at the time, but if they're going out and picking a handful of parsley or something or picking up a zucchini, you know, inadvertently they're learning about, um, learning about food and where, where it actually comes from, which I think is so important. Like if they're just eating processed food all the time, mm. there is very little educational aspect to that. Um, and I think I think that's that's really important. I guess my whole message with whole food bowl food, you know, while I think we would all love to, you know, churn our own butter, we would love to <laughs> make chicken stock every time we used it. But in an ideal world, I think that you know, we, with time constraints, if you just simply cut down the, the the amount of processed foods and and try and cook as much as possible then that is going to be so beneficial for your family and for your health. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a nice, simple approach, isn't it? Because so yeah. much of the information out there at the moment is so confusing and so contradictory around the types of foods that you should and shouldn't be eating that it, it just gets too confusing. So for people to sort of think, cook as much as I can within reason, given my busy lifestyle, yep. and try and be as natural or, or, you know, food that is in its most natural state as much as I can yep. without having yep. to feel guilty, that's kind yep. of a really good way to approach it. Absolutely. And, and I get it. Like I'm totally, there are moments where I'm totally disillusioned by the whole health <laughs> world. You know, one minute you're told one thing and the next it's, you know, co coconut oil is the best thing, then coconut oil is the worst thing. And, you know, 
low-fat dairy was all the rage and then now it's sort of, you know, it's it's flip side and now mm. we're all eating full-fat dairy. Mm. Um, I think that, you know, I'm going to steal something from uh, the author and activist Michael Pollan here, but he says that you should try and eat, only eat foods that your great-grandmother would recognize as food. Yes. And I think for me that really does ring true. It does. Um, mm. Yeah, just if you if you stick to that basic approach of of real food, you know, I think that you're um, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about real food, we're coming up to a time of the year where we all love to eat way too much. <laughs> <laughs> what what's on your table this Christmas? Do you take the day off cooking, or are you in the kitchen and you enjoy the oh, whole process? Oh, no, I love cooking. <laughs> I I feel very fortunate in the fact that I I truly adore cooking, and I know that that is not not for everybody, and I feel very lucky for that. But uh, this year, I think we're going to we're going to do a big pork shoulder. Mm. rubbed in some fennel and chilli and we're going to braise that and then you've got to do Christmas with prawns and mayonnaise nothing beats that I think mm, um, I think for dessert my granny always does the most beautiful plum pudding but to add to that I'm going to do a little strawberry and balsamic semi-fredo just to keep things nice and cold and because I'm sure it's going to be boiling in Sydney. I hope so. <laughs> yes, I hope so too. And what else are we going to do? Probably, oh, yeah, I think we're going to do a, um, a side of salmon with oh, a beautiful. maple and... Um, a maple and soy glaze. Okay. That's on the menu so far. Wow. So what time should we be at your place in? <laughs> <laughs> My door is always open. <laughs> uh, that sounds absolutely divine. And uh, I, I think I'm doing the cooking for Christmas this year. And I have to say that I, I don't think I've even started to plan it yet. But I've, now I have some inspiration. So that's good. <laughs> now, well, you need some helpers, though. It can't be just you cooking. I do. And my children are actually really excited about it this year they were very happy to hear that we were having it at our house so they will oh, definitely good. be involved yeah which is nice it's nice when they get that little bit older and they can be involved as well so it's really good totally um, yes yeah, so they're not just interested in presents yeah well mm, I don't know well, but they may be after the presents yeah. they, both. they can be <laughs> yeah, interested exactly. in both yeah. yeah exactly now whole food bowl food is out now it will make the perfect Christmas gift for either yourself or for family and friends where can people get it from um, it's available from all major bookstores and also online, and you can get it from my website, AnnaLyle.com. Okay, and we'll have all the links up on our website as well. Thank you so much for joining us today, Anna. No, thank you, Sarah. Have a, have a lovely Chrissy. You too, to you and your family. Thanks. That was Anna Lyle on The Rocking Motherhood Show. Thanks for listening.